passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. This is our third straight Wednesday. Wednesday's becoming the day. It is it, it it was Wabbit Wednesday for uh the Jay and Kevin show, so maybe it's just Are you still doing Wabbit Wednesday? I usually call I call in, they get fifteen minutes of my time. Now. Good, because you used to do all three hours, didn't you? I, a, absolutely. Wait, is that show that show's four hours? I did all four. Jesus Christ. Four hours of talking absolute nonsense. Yes. Jay and Kevin show. Straight nonsense. <laughs> uh Kind of a fun show. Rob went to Montana this past week, visited our buddy Kenny, friend of the show. So we're gonna we're gonna get tales from Montana, and then on the back half of this, Rob, it's secret scrimmage season in college basketball. Obvious. I know it's it's secret, but then you like I don't know why they put cameras in the building. I saw in North Carolina doing that. Secret scrimmage season, although it's it's especially different this year. Uh, we are going because I remember it was so fun when we were in school. You guys would play Texas all the time. Yeah, we'd come back and there would be whispers like apparently we kicked Texas's ass. It was like hell yeah. And we always won the secret scrimmage, no matter who you talk to. It felt yeah. like we always won the secret scrimmage. Uh, there was one year that was <laughs> that was wild. And casual college basketball fans may not know that that um, big time college teams go to these like neutral high school gyms sometimes and play and i don't even think you guys don't even keep score you guys just play like four 10 minute periods or something like that so there is some ncaa rules though and i don't know how it's gonna imply because during those scrimmages you have to fly um commercial yeah that's the that's the rule so you have to fly you can't fly chartered planes anymore which so I don't know if it's going to be like that with this whole COVID deal where you want to put your whole, your kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that in, position. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
these these are these are crazy times. But uh, we're going to reminisce a little bit about your secret scrimmages. Uh, recurring guest Matt Bolden is going to come back on the show. Uh, you guys actually played one secret scrimmage in his high school gym. I didn't play that year. Oh, were you hurt? Broke, that was when I broke my foot that year. Okay, perfect. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Yeah. We played at the Denver Nuggets practice facility, though. Did you? Yeah. Nug Dog. Yeah, you guys went to Denver every That was because it was every year? it was halfway in between. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to chat with Matt, get plenty of Montana stories, and uh, maybe talk a little bit of contemporary Gonzaga basketball. But first, Rob Sacre, the NFL season is in full swing, buddy. Oh, man. Are you talking to me about betting? I'm talking to you about betting. Now, you may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Monday, with the two games going on with the 2 p.m. kickoff in Buffalo, it felt like a holiday. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I was driving from Montana, bro. I, this, it, or Monday, you said? Yeah, Monday there was a game at two, and there was a game at five fifteen. Yeah, the regular watch. Monday night game. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. I, I had other it, things to do. It felt like the holidays. It felt like I should be eating pie and cold turkey. It really feels like the holidays because we had snow today. Whoa, 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 whoa! Snow. I in the five hundred nine. I should you. We're supposed to get a, I guess, an inch on Friday. I got. Let me tell you, yeah, you're speechless. I've never seen you speechless on this. Let me tell you something. It's 85 degrees down here in Northern California. That's an exaggeration, but it's warm. It's nice. Yeah, no, it ain't here. I've never, I don't remember it being mid October and having to deal with this type of stuff. Now. Okay. I got a question and this will lead in nicely to Montana as a guy who knows nothing about owning horses. Yeah. They what suck. Do you, what do you do with horses in the snow? They suck during the snow. That's during, why they're okay. in Montana right now. I dropped okay. them off in Montana for the winter. Because they can't just, I mean, they're tough animals, but they just. They're tough. Eat. No, they're really tough. They're sturdy animals. That's they, like out in the wild. Think about where they're at in the wild in Nevada and all that with the, all those elements they have to deal with. They're sturdy, but it's going out there every morning and every night dealing with feeding them and giving them water and all that. That blows. And knowing that you can't even ride them until the springtime. So so you you at your place, you have a stable for them. Yeah, I got, en- yeah, I got enough, enough land for them to be okay. But I just wanted them to have some, uh, some time where they can just go out. My, Kenny has 10 by 4 miles of property. Gee whiz. How that's many horses do you have? Three. Okay. So, but that's the size of Spokane, really. You think about it. <laughs> think about it. Like that from downtown Spokane to my house, pretty much. That's what that is. So your your horses are visiting Just, Uncle Kenny and having a great time. Yeah, they're out there. They're doing their thing. Um, dude, that trip was. All right. So tell me, yeah, you cruised to Montana. No, it wasn't a cruise. Okay. Far from a cruise. So. I get everything all dialed in. I take the two little ones, the two little kids, um, Santana and Chi Chi. And I I throw them in the pickup around 4.30. We get out of the house at 5. 
And I do wow, all my good for you. Yeah. I was, I wanted to get this, I wanted to have some daylight while driving. Mm-hmm. So I, I loaded them up and then um, what ended up happening was we get into Coeur d'Alene and you know, between Post Falls and Coeur d'Alene, there's that weird rest stop. Why you have a rest stop there? I have no idea, but yeah. Yeah. Why would you? I don't know. I do know exactly what you're talking about. Well, all of a sudden this Prius flies up alongside me and I'm like, what the, f-? he's honking and everything. I'm like, what the, f-? come on, man. So, and I look at my my uh, my mirror, my side mirror, and I, there's sparks coming from the trailer. I'm like, what? Oh co- no! My tire ripped off all the lug nuts on on one of my trailers, and it was it hit this guy's car. Oh, and, the Prius? Yes, the Prius, and he pulled me over in in like I pulled into Kootenai Hospital. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just because I didn't know where else to, I pulled over and, and I look and I'm like, oh my God, luckily the guy was super cool. He was like, no one's hurt. And you know, he was that type of guy. Right. Yeah. But he, he got it. We exchanged information and I look at myself and I'm like, dude, uh, I look at myself like, what do I do now? It's, Right now it's what five forty-five in the morning. I got these two horses in the trailer, and I I, I got on a four-wheel trailer. I got three wheels, and okay. one side is just leaning all and the way. Two, and two very small children who are very much awake at this point. No, 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 they're passed out. That was the oh, whole point. Of leaving. Yeah. That was the whole point of leaving at five. So they so didn't they, even wake up through all this. They didn't wake up to all of this. I didn't even know I popped a tire, bro. How does that even – so you were causing sparks on the road. Yeah. And nothing felt weird to you while you were Nothing driving. felt – it wasn't like <clears throat> every time I just hit a bump, it would spark, and then it'd spark. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I just wanted to – I looked around, tried to figure out some, like, what do I do now at this point in time? Like, And I took him to Les Schwab. I, I drove to Les Schwab at, like, 6.30 in the morning with hazard lights on, going, like, five miles per hour and um i get into les schwab parking lot i call my guy up here frank at north what les schwab i'm like hey do you guys do this like he said they'll get take care of you long story short those guys at les schwab took care of me i was in the trailer at first when they looked at the job they were saying uh this might be this might be an all-day job Oh no. And you're like, what the hell am I going to do with these horses? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I got to park these horses in your parking lot or what? Like, I don't know what to do right now. And they're like, they were like, one second. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Daddy time. You already in the Sacre house. Again, I'm looking at uh, Rob's empty chair and there. Okay. And he's back. The chair is full again. And here we go. Yeah. And so I, uh, they were, I was like, I can't, I can't be here. Like I have, I have to get to Montana and drop these horses off. So long story short, they took care of me, man. And I, uh, those guys got me so back you, on the, wait a minute. Wait a, yeah. How long were you in the parking lot of Les Schwab with horses? They, op- they opened up. So I had to wait in the parking lot from six 30 all the way till eight for them okay. to open. And kids are asleep. Yeah, until about seven thirty. Okay, okay. Of course, but 
they opened up, they looked at it at eight and we got, they fixed it up. I think we got back on the road by nine. Oh, beautiful. Oh, dude, those guys at Les Schwab and Coeur d'Alene, thank you so much. That was, that's a shout out to you guys. I appreciate you got me back on the road. And so then we just started driving, man. We got there, got to Montana. Um, wait, 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 wait. Back to, because I'm curious. Horses are, weigh how much? About 1,300 pounds. Okay, so there's 2,600 pounds. There's a, little, a, a ton yeah. in this trailer. And did they, did you, did they cruise into the garage and get underneath the horses or what was going on there? Like, yeah, they pretty a much. Picture. So the they, horses were in the garage. They, they were not in the garage, but you know, they have that side place for trailers and bigger vehicles or something on Les Schwab or whatever. I, I, you know what? I know. This may come I'm, as a shock to you, but I'm not a huge trailer guy. I, so I, don't, I, I don't know the ins and outs. I figured, Jack. I don't know why I'm, th- but okay. you got to learn. You got to yeah, learn. Yeah, I do have to learn. Correct. So no, they got underneath and they got a jack underneath there, jacked it up. The horses kind of were on a lean a little bit, but I'm not taking them out. If I don't need to take them out and they were a blessing, they didn't usually I have one horse that just kicks the shit out of my trailer. Oh no. And I was so nervous. He was just a saint. I don't know if he just fed off my vibes or what, but he was just a saint in there and they, we ended up getting it done, getting the tires fixed and rolling to Jordan, Montana, good old Eastern Montana. So what time do you pull into Jordan, Montana? Uh, 7.45. Okay. So that's an all day. It's an all day drive. That's why I wanted to get on the road. I would have been there at five if I had left yeah. at the right time. So we ended up doing that and we, um, we stayed out there for, it was nice. I had no service. I kind of cleared my mind, just got into a good, you know, just being with the kids. Kenny was great host. We, we helped him move cattle. You know, uh, I rode my horses to push cattle with him and had the kids in the side by side. And we tried to help him out there and, uh, we shot prairie dogs. You uh, shot prairie dogs. Yeah. With 22s. Pretty much. I think, yeah. yeah. 22s shot prairie dogs. Um, ate a lot of beef jerky and a lot of steak. I don't know when I'm going to take my next shit, but at the same time, I'm just done with steak. Wait a minute. What was that on mountain lion steak? Yeah. I had mountain that lion. this past week that you did? That was the last week. Yeah. Two weekends ago. Yeah. How did you get your hands on some mountain lion steak? Uh, you got to know some North Idaho guys. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> you know, that meat tastes so weird, man. It's a lean pork chop. Uh, I, I've never, I don't, I can't even wrap my head around. I know what, a lot of people say that, but it's like a lean pork chop. What cat tastes like eating cat. So I guess that's good that when you're shooting these, uh, these kitty cats, they're getting eaten, right? Yeah, exactly. Is there a market for, I don't think there is. I think you can only eat the back strap to be honest. They're so lean that the, everything else is just so tough with the, they're muscular, right? Yeah. But yeah, we were out there and we just ate tons of beef. I mean, we ate tons of beef jerky. Now think about this. Kenny brought this idea and tell me if you, you like this idea, Jack. Okay. Lay it on me. A beef jerky vending machine in DeSmet. <sighs> I, the price has to be right. Price point is important. That's where we were talking about kids. 
and they've got to be able to accept credit cards or yep. no we are already talking yep the zag bucks deal the bulldog bucks yep and i think you're on to something i think we are on to something some beef jerky vending machine you if they have- if- if it's like a dollar each, because jerky is pretty expensive, it, isn't it? That's where we were having our issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can't, you can't price it too high. What are you, are you doing just a stick? Are you doing like a couple sticks of jerky? You know, what are you doing? Yeah. Know. So, but I think if you, if it's Bulldog Buck compatible, you're going to be able to, uh, I mean, Bulldog Bucks to kids, college kids, it's nothing. It's free money. Right. Right. So as long as you do that, you're good to go. Right. I, I drove, I, yeah. I, I back that a hundred percent. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we're going to venture on to into that. That's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. No. And then, and then we drove a semi, we, uh, there was, Kenny has a semi. So we drove semi around his, uh, his property and, I ended up picking up some beef in Terry, Montana. I don't know if you know where that is, Jack, but we have fans out there. I didn't realize we have a huge fan base in Eastern Montana. Hell yeah, Eastern Montana. Yeah, we would want to do a shout out to Eastern Montana to all the listeners. We they they have nothing else to do and they have no service, so podcasts are all they can listen to. Well, happy to be in Eastern Montana, in Terry, Montana, with you folks. Yes. Thanks so for I listening. Love- so I left Terry, Montana on Sunday, and it was a 13-hour drive because I hit a blizzard. With the children now, but you're horse-free. Did you leave the trailer over there? Yep, left the trailer oh, over there. beautiful, beautiful. But I literally, from Miles City all the way to Bozeman, I was driving through snow. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, I was like, What? Back to, before we get to the snow, back to the departure of the horses when you have to leave them. Hmm. Are they like dogs? Do they look at you and they know you're leaving and they're sad? They know something. I, I just talked to Kenny yesterday and he goes, your horses aren't acclimating to my horses. They're not, they stay with their click and mine yeah. stay with their click and they don't, they don't hang out. And he says, your horses need to leave the barn go, or not barn, but leave this area and go out into the field. There's tons of grass out there. I'm like, I know. Well, well that's okay. like, that's like people, right? If you were to drop your kids off with another family for a while, it would take your kids a while to kind of break out of their shell. Don't you think? Dude, but this is like an animal's paradise. I brought Louie with me. Oh, Lou dog. Lou dog came with us too. And I just let him outside. There was nowhere for him to go, but like everywhere to go. There was so much land. Yeah. He just was wandering and he had a good old time. It was it was just, a, I think, an animal and little kid's paradise because you really don't have to be – you're not concerned about, you know, neighbors or weirdos out there because there's nothing out there but land. Yeah. So it was a good time. It cleared my mind, got out there, and now just come back and get to hang out with you, Jack. Yeah. Get ready for the wintertime. Happy to have you, buddy. Yeah. So- now – we are, uh, we're, it's the 21st as we're recording this. We're 10 days away from Halloween. We're five minutes away from Matt Bolden joining us. What is your Halloween costume? I haven't figured out one yet. I'm going to go it. get, I know, but, uh, my car club, my low rider car club, we're going to do trunk or treat. And trunk or treat. There you on, go. That's innovative. On Friday, because we don't know if kids are going to be able to, um, be able to go trick or treating with all what's going on in this world. And 
And so we're going to park in a parking lot and bring candy and, and people want to come by and bring their kids by and we will be out there. So that, that was our goal Friday on the 30th. For what, do you, what do you do on a typical Halloween? Cause you are out there. there. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll go either South Hill where all the rich money is. Boom, baby. Yep. Or we'll go in some local neighborhood, but South Hill is where the big bars are. Yeah. I was, you're, you're probably, if you lived in like a residential hood, you'd be a big bar guy. Wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be the big bar guy because that means everyone's coming to your house. But I feel like you would embrace that. Wouldn't you? I do. I would embrace it in a way. Like I love, this is my favorite time of year. Halloween is my favorite holiday. See, I'm meh this time of year. I don't okay. like I don't like pumpkin spice stuff. Nope, me either. I really, 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 really hate daylight savings. Well, whatever you call it. Is it standard time coming up or it's standard time coming up? So we lose an hour? We lose. It's going to yes. gain an hour. So, or we gain an hour. Yeah. What's ni- That first Sunday and Monday are nice because it's an hour earlier than you think. You gain right. an hour at night. Right. But- as once that novelty wears oh, off dude. and it's dark at four 30 in the afternoon and you're like, it's just going to get worse and worse for a while. Tell me about it. Like I'm an early riser guy and I, uh, I'm now waking up. So that's cool. Can you get a little bit of light? What, as that changes, it's lighter earlier. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is because, because what is 7 PM, 7 AM as you're used to, it's actually 6 AM on your watch. Right. right. So it's, that the mornings are cool if you're a morning person, but boy, oh boy, if you're a regular person, oh no, no, suck. no, well, even more right now, it sucks because I'm waking up, I get up around six and it's dark, yeah, it is pitch black, and I'm like, where do you start the day? And then, like, like you said, the Pacific Northwest is rough at this time of year. It's it's my least favorite time up there. Like, summers are awesome up there. Winters, fall, winter. I even left spring because it's like the snow's melting and you yep, know, like yep. There's a little sunshine. It's 55 degrees, but you're like, good times are coming. Good oh, you're wearing shorts ahead. at 55. You're, yeah. 55. You're wearing shorts and maybe a sweatshirt. It's, yeah. it's it's the best time at that time. But this winter's like it, it's like Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Winter is coming, baby. Winter is coming. You know what you need to combat the early sunsets in Spokane? Mm-hmm. You need a what? fireplace. I have one. Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, I, yeah. that's what you need. You need to cozy up with a fireplace. Some red wine. Red, red wine, my friend. Make me feel D- so fine. Dude, I just found a bottle of red wine. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do an episode here coming. What do you mean soon. you found a bottle of red wine? <laughs> no, listen, listen. I'm gonna do an episode. I gotta do an episode with our boy Eddie Unk again because they're gonna he's gonna introduce me to another vineyard out there. So be prepared for that episode coming up. But okay, I found this bottle of red wine. Like you discovered you discovered yes some re- okay okay it has my Snoop Dogg tattoo. It's the Snoop Dogg wine. Oh, the Snoop Dogg wine. Let me tell you something. Is it good? My buddy tried it, and he said it is doo-doo. No! Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even, I didn't even grab it. No! Yeah. I, and this guy kind of knows his stuff. Um, that's, I mean, I probably will. It's, what's funny is it's, 
on it's in every corner store oh, in San Francisco. Oh, it's all over the place. Oh, and it's only like God. it's only like it's only like twelve or thirteen dollars. Yeah. So I for just, that, I mean you get what you pay for, right? No, I I understand yeah, for sure. And you know, I get that. But at the same time, I was <sighs> that buck. Oh, well, you know what? How about this? How about this? Because I lowered your expectations. Now I know what I'm preparing for now. Right? Now when you chat, you're going to be like, it's not that bad. Yeah, you're right. It's like one of those movies that you like mm-hmm. McGruber, like mm-hmm. McGruber. McGruber, dude. I love McGruber. Oh, that was the movie of the weekend last weekend. McGruber. I, McGruber is severely underrated. You have to know what you're getting into. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's, uh, Will Forte is probably best movie yeah. ever. Yeah, and then that was coming out right when uh, Rodney Magruder was at Kansas State. It's a perfect, oh. perfect marketing for Rodney Magruder. Oh, Magruder. Yeah, that was the movie for the weekend. But yeah, I'm I'm disappointed with this one I'm sorry. deal. I'm no, sorry. it happens, man. It happens. I was really excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to celebrate with this wine. I'm going to. Now I'm just going to drink it straight from the bottle, probably. Now, are you are your kids too young for a hocus pocus viewing? Oh, the movie? Yeah. Oh, they've seen it numerous times. They know okay. it like the back of their hand. What level are we at in terms of uh, horror with the kids? My mother in law Kelly, I know you're listening to this, but my mother in law puts she tries to put them and get them ready for scary movies right out the get go. Okay, like what? 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 I mean, like she goes. I have to be like, Grandma, what are you watching? Oh, yeah. that's that's not that scary. No, it's not scary for you, but it's terrifying for them. Speaking of children, uh, 2010 WCC Player of the Year and proud mustache owner. I know. Or attempting attempting mustache owner. That that looks like you did it for us. That looks freshly shaven. You don't have to lie. It looks. It was. It was like a little longer here. I cleaned it up like this morning. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on Zoom with you guys. So. And well, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you look good, man. You look fit. I, you, I, you I look, look good, okay. man. I'm just, I'm impressed. I'm, like, you, I'm doing my best, man. It's no, nah, you're all trim and what no is way. it? What does Fuey like to say? Fleshy. The fleshy is yeah, gone. God, that was. <laughs> and then that quarterback Jake Locker over at UW like lost a ton of weight or something, and Fuey just always referenced him to like. I don't even know. Really <laughs> well, because in high school, didn't you not lift a ton? Like you lifted a little bit, but then I remember you never lifted. Yeah, yeah. And so going into your freshman year, you started get you started seeing results, and I remember you were like stoked about it. You're like, dude, it's cr- when you see results, it's crazy. Yeah, but I have I have the body type where I lift, and you, get you know, I just I bulk up after one set of bench. I got up to like. I don't even know how big I got my freshman year. I was it was insane. You can't play it that way. No. Like, and so all of a sudden, that's when I had to go to Travis, and he started doing all these guinea pig things with me and Pargo, where like I wasn't, I wasn't Austin, I wasn't Mike, I wasn't trying to put on weight at you know, yeah, you know, eat milkshakes after practice and stuff. I was I was not that guy. So you don't lift at all now, or just body no, weight I mean, stuff? Body weight yoga with weights. I mean, the heaviest weight I've lifted probably is like twelve pounds. Oh boy, it's fine. The shoulders, yeah, buddy. the shoulders look defined. You're not. I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, mean, I was gonna, yeah. Never mind. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Come on, man. We're gonna do I a shirtless. I was gonna come on, and both you guys are gonna be shirtless. Just. Well, I mean, we have we've done shows where we're all shirtless. 
I know. Well, I All thought, right, I let's, thought do, that was let's go shirtless. This is Rob. Sometimes <laughs> this is this is even this is fun. <laughs> All right, Ask shirtless. You shall receive, my All friend. All three shirtless on the podcast. There you go. You started this. You just Jack's traps as I'm talking. Dude, <laughs> I can't. I'm looking at my traps too. I'm three weeks off of back surgery. I haven't been able to do anything. I'm losing my deaf. Oh, I'm losing my. I'm losing my mission. Okay. You know what I mean? Do you do anything? No, I can't do anything, dude. What about like really? you can do curls? Can't you? That's what I was gonna say. I, dude, listen. I cannot touch a weight for. Uh, at least a year. A year. <sighs> that back yeah. surgery really screwed you up, Jack? dude. I'm in a I'm in a bad spot. I'm in a bad spot with back. Can you I'm do getting... any cardio? No, I can't. Not for a while. Oh boy, watch oh, what you eat, then. Totally. Gonna be a little... I am not getting fat. I oh, it's no. coming. Stop how much? It. How much are we putting money on? Jack gets big, Matt. I'm at I'll two hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. He gains at least ten to fifteen. Okay. okay, I'm at two hundo right now. Okay. You're deaf going to 210, 215. I guarantee. Okay. Let us look at. Give me a date. A month? Month. Okay. I bet. I oh, bet. A month. 10, not in a month. Uh, what do you think? Ooh. One month. I'm going the other direction. I bet I'm going to be 194. You think you're going to lose weight? But I think I'm going to lose weight. You can't run. You can't Dude. lift. I am an absolute Nazi about what I'm eating right now because I'm just so salads. because I know if I get fat, if I get fat, there's, there's no, I, I won't be able to get it off. That's fair. You that's know, fair. You're we're at that age never, now. You've never seen the, you know, a watch what I eat type of. Type yeah, of but I, but I could, I know I could gain 10, 15 pounds in my twenties and then be like, all right, I'm just going to be serious for a while. And then, you know, it would, it would melt off. Right. Now that I'm 32 a, with three back surgeries on my resume, the, the pounds aren't going to melt off so quickly. Three back surgeries? You sound like a 50-year-old, Jack. I know. I know. I know. You know what I'm tired of is people being like, you're too young to have back issues. That doesn't help me. When people, right. <laughs> when people Thanks for my confidence. My yeah. Seriously. I have, actually, I have a bad back as well, honestly. Do you? Not surgery. When I was in Korea last playing, I had to go to three different doctors because they had to like pay one off basically to say that you were good that I could play. I got an MRI and they're like, Nope, his back's messed up. So I went and got another one. They're like, Nope. So I went to this one sketch one in like a alley of some Korean. I don't even know, but were you, uh, were you in Seoul? Yeah, dude. I, dude, we played there. We played a preseason up in Korea and I talked to the Americans up there. How brutal are Three a days, right? Koreans are going four or five times a day. I mean, it wasn't it, even like it, basketball it, stuff. Dude, it's not, bro. Dude, I wake up and go to breakfast, and half the team's already out there. This is at 7.30. And then I go – literally, I go back upstairs. I come back down for weights or something. Another practice is going on. Dude, every single one of them has an ACL, knee surge, like their issues. They – they practice like three they, we scrimmaged them and then they were like oh this is our is i think this was like a third they had two practices before the scrimmage they scrimmaged us and then the guys the americans were like shaking their heads saying like right dude we gotta we gotta practice after this i'm like wait what we were taped shoot around our shoot arounds were an hour and a half to our practice taped like banging like i'm like we got a game tonight it was just in 64 games a year it was a it was an awesome deal minus the practice 
Well, I mean, it, so there's not a Korean players union, I'm guessing, where you no. could just put a stop to. You could slap players. Can't they slap? Can't Korean player or coaches slap Korean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I mean, I don't know what player, the man. Japanese culture was like, but in Korea, I mean, if you're older than somewhat, like you basically like own them. Like it's, yeah, that's Japan. Okay. Yeah. Like it's like the respect you have to show to elders, no matter what, no matter if they're the worst player on the team, you have yeah. to show them respect. And like it, it was, I mean, every time I'd be the same as probably Japan. Every time I was stretching, doing something, I had to get up, come somebody and I, you know, I bow and I'd be, I could be stretch, whatever I was doing. You, <laughs> come samida, yeah, come little down. thank you. Come I knew like three words. I don't mean to be culturally insensitive, but I watched. But that's what you say, by the way, before you say something culturally insensitive. But I watched. Uh, the other day, I watched a documentary on Korean baseball and how crazy they are with the field. They like kiss the grass and stuff before and after the game. I didn't oh, know dude, that. I don't know. Any I this knew. is this is like little league. Any any court kissing in Korea? No court kissing. <laughs> no court no. kissing, but for sure it's it there there is like a especially in Asia like there is this like. I don't know how to describe it. Like love for your work, you know what right. I mean? I don't. I, I don't know how to Korea describe. Korea has like one of the highest suicide rates. Okay. Because like, if you're not working like a 15 hour day, you're not, you're not doing anything. You're all. It's like yeah. these people are so stressed. It it blows. You know. I mean, you see, that. Koreans are practicing four or five. I look out there sometimes through the windows. I practice like what are like they were just running in circles. Like it wasn't even skill work shooting. It was they just were had to be out there doing something. So, Matt, you there's a military base like two hours outside of Seoul. I don't know if you know it, but mm-hmm. like it's a Korean military base. We went and played. So everyone has to serve their country or do yeah. two years. So these like, players from the league have to go and go to this military yeah. base and they oh, yeah. play for this team. Uh-huh. So we played this, we played this team and I'm telling you, they lit our asses. Dude. Up. They're in such great shape. I'm, I mean, the best shape you've ever seen. I mean, four by nine, running, these guys are machines. Dude, why do you, why do you keep, look, why do you keep looking at me when you say in the best shape? <laughs> oh, those traps, man. <laughs> they're just throwing me off. Dude, they so the Koreans they play, and then there's the military base. And so half the military base team is guys that were already playing professional. Right. You know? So it's like there's it, it could be the best players in the league for two years have to yes. play on this team. So it's like it it was interesting. And then they do another draft after you get out of your two-year military. And so everybody's going to these games for the military. They play in like a separate Big deal, and it's. I mean, it was. It was a weird situation. It reminded dude, me of Israel, actually. I mean, dude, these guys. Like, they had no one taller. They had no one taller than six three, six four. So I'm looking at them like, oh, I'm gonna eat. Gonna tear them up, right? Dude, they they went five out. I'm guarding guys on the perimeter the whole time. I'm like, what the hell is this? And circles, I know. First shot of the game, this guy comes in and shoots a Steph Curry right in my face from three, like five, 10 feet outside the three point line. I'm like, Oh my yeah, God. dude, these guys wonder, couldn't miss. They wonder why I got hurt both years. I was out there. I'm like, <laughs> my body's already fragile. Like, why am I getting taped before a game? Like, 
And then they think because their technology is so like on point, like that your recovery, that they have a million tools. They have the best recovery. It was, it was a very, you know, it was the, in my eyes, everywhere I played overseas, it was the closest thing to like NBA yeah. locker room, you know, media, everything else about it, minus the work four days practice. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, they don't understand that that can't happen. It's you counterproductive. Know? I got hurt both both years. Yeah, it was it's great situations, but then all of a sudden, tore a tendon in my groin, and then. Do you think the they other. were? Do you think they were onto something with the recovery, with their like technology or their their? No, methods? same stuff we were doing here. But I mean, I've been in Eastern Europe where they, you know, they put a little cream on my leg and then Saran wrap it and say like, go <laughs> go lay down. I'm like, That's, this isn't. Yeah, those are too extreme. Those are two complete extremes because I feel like. like right. Like Europe, you see guys taping their own ankles and like yeah. going smoking a cigarette at like halftime yeah. and like drinking wine before games and t- super like low key. I'll, I'll score my yeah. buckets and I'll be fine. And and then you go to like Asia and then it's like no, you got to abide by these rules. You can't be late. Yeah. You can't like it's strict and like we have all the technology in the world and yeah. it's crazy, man. They all have compounds. Like I, I was living in like a, it was almost like living in McCarthy, but our apartments were above it. You know, oh that's so we, very convenient, but also it was very convenient, but it was also like a tracking device. They all they know you're there all the time. Yeah. If I want to go, you know, into into the city or something, I gotta let my translator know I want to leave, and then he has to call something. All of a sudden, they're when are you going to be home? Oh God. Yeah. Oh, forget that. I know. So if you had a family like Rob, he would be able to live off, you know, campus, so to speak, but it's, it was cool, but it, it, the practice and everything and being like, felt it felt like I was always being watched. It was, it was well, you were right. Really? I was. And they, I mean, they'd give me a credit card and be like, here, use this whenever you want on whatever. But they're like, bring back receipts. I just crumpled the receipts up and like, yeah, but they so, can track it anyway. I'm sure. If I know, I know. Yeah. But in general, I'm like it. It just felt like they were yeah tracking. Yeah. It. it was cool. But then in Greece, my first game, they had a one bucket of ice, and we passed it down <laughs> the locker for our ankle. So we're just what? everybody's dipping their foot in for ten minutes. We're sharing a bucket of ice. That's, That's disgusting. Like, it's insane. I, I go from that to like you know every technology ever in Korea. It just. And the level of basketball, Greek basketball was legit. You know, yeah. there's a lot of good, there's, you know, Euro league teams in that league. And then I go to Korea where, you know, it, it was just. <laughs> Could you have played all five positions in Korea? Did you play all five positions? You can. I mean, yeah. You have to. So the Americans in, when I was there, one was above six, five, one was under six, five. And I'm like right at six, five. So they wouldn't draft me if I was six, six, if I measured in at six, six, cause they want a seven footer. Right. Yeah. You know, well, they no, would, they changed the rules. I so, know this year, this year. Wait, 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 wait. When I played there, uh, played against them or whatever, they had a rule where they weren't, no one was above six, six on the, in the league. That wasn't, no. That's no, it was like right after you left, they put this oh. new rule in that no one. Well, they, you're right. You're right. They had you're no right. players over six. I'm like, what the, I'm like, what, what, who does this? Right. Well, it's not that way this year. I know that because they changed the the contract rules this year too. Oh, really? B-level contract and B-level contract, and that was that. Now they have like a, a budget. They can, I mean, I don't know. The one American can make up to 500, and you can have 750 between two or something like that. Um, 
I mean, yeah. Dr. Park, I might give you a ring, Dr. Park. Why, why are there restrictions on this now? You know, but it uh, it was cool, minus the parents. I just, it's just like you said, complete opposites from passing down a bucket of ice with a cigarette <laughs> to, you know, Korea. Did you have closer friends in Greece or Korea? I imagine the culture is closer, relatively speaking, to American in, in Greece, Greece than yeah. Korea. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, they're definitely different cultures, but I mean, the fact that I couldn't even communicate with my teammates in Korea, I mean, I, there would go days where I'd just speak to the translator and the other American on the team. Even, on the, court, even on the court? How do you like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, basketball is universal. I mean, you yeah. call a two, you know, like everybody can say two, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's just in general, like everybody can say two. I know two, you know, it's, <laughs> like, half the time it's get the ball to the American and like, yeah. Go you to know, work. That was the other thing that was tough is you're only as good as your Korean team. Like, I don't know if that's how it is in Japan. Like, oh my! If you don't have if you don't have players, oh, you're, yeah. done. you're done. And we had, I mean, one year we had a great team. One year we had the worst Koreans in the league. So it was like me and the other Americans would match up and wash each other, but the other right. Koreans would just destroy. You know, you're only as good as your Koreans, really. Yeah, I mean, yep. Americans for the most part wash each other out. What were the best? Uh... Americans you played over there? Man. Hey, would, some, would you guys you like, I, I imagine you guys would bullshit during timeouts and after the game and stuff, like trade war stories. Oh, yeah. But my, once again, my, the other American on my team had a family and kids. Oh. And so it was, I was out there solo for the most yeah. part. He was oh. going home to his family and kids, and I was. You didn't go out in Seoul? Oh, I did for oh, sure. I, was but I just, say, that place I just is... it, you know, I had other friends I knew out there, but it was, uh, it was different. I mean, yeah. Korea was cool. I mean, it's, I hear a lot of good things about Japan too. And I just, you know, it's one of those things where you and Ira figured it out, I guess. Good old Japan. I, I don't know if I did figure it out in Japan. I'll let you know that. <laughs> good old Japan. Is uh, Matt sucks down a, is that a caramel frap from Starbies? No, it's a double I shot. Gonna, I was going to say, there's no way you're putting sugar in that bod. Frap? When's the last time you had a frap? Years. It's been years. I wish I could have really? a Really? The again, vanilla frappuccino is the best. Listen, listen, guys. Again, I can't do anything. If I have a frap, I balloon up. We're not going to balloon up. Jackson, I, I, I call, I say, I say 15 to 20. Okay. Let's put a month. It, mm, I say three months. 15 three months? months? No, 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 no. I, we got to let's, let's pay this off quicker. No, that's what okay. 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 I'm like maybe five, five pounds in either direction. Uh, just you laying on your back all day. You're probably going to lose weight. Three. Well, that, well, no, it all depends on his eating habits, Matt. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. So it is the 21st. How about three weeks from today is the 11th. I bet I'm 195. I'll give you guys 205. What's okay. the bet? Ooh. I want to see you on a scale right now. Okay. I want you to send an image. Oh, you have a scale. Of course he has a scale. This is good, Matt. This is we're we're gonna make this guy a competitor. We're walking to the scale. Listening to some of you guys' podcasts, it's like because you guys were in the exact same era I was in, it's it's something else. Sometimes it's I'll a very it, listen. It's a very I, I recognize that we're we're very niche in what we talk about, but uh, you know 
Well, you I love it because I was there. Like, I love it because every story I'm like, um, at least the majority of the stories I know about or <laughs> in place where I was or whatever the case may be. So it's. What are we looking at, Jack? Well, I'm, I'm holding the laptop. I'm holding the laptop. Well, I, I can see just your shins. I'm looking. Okay. What do we got, Matt? No, no, no. 202. He's already gained a pound. We're going to the well, right. I'm, I'm holding the laptop. 2028. Oh, you're telling me the laptop cost weighs two pounds? I am. Hold on. Hold on. Now let me do it. Hold on. Headset. Headset. I don't want to see any dick pics. One ninety nine nine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. Don't you laugh. I'm going. Uh, I'm going ten. Ten in a month. Ten, ten in a month, month. Matt. Yeah. What do you got? I got five. I'm losing it, pal. All right. The bet is on. What is the bet? I don't know. I, I I'll I, drink. I'll drink that wine. That shitty wine. The Snoop Dogg wine. Yes, on air. Next you got to drink the bottle. During a yes. show, the whole bottle. Correct. I'll do that. Okay. I call in and just chug something. We got to do that episode at night, just so I can be like a human being for the rest of the day. But Matt, you got to do. You got to go buy the the new Snoop Dogg wine, and All drink right. the drink the whole bottle. All right. All right, and I guess I'll do the same. Yeah, if you gain. If I gain, if I'm at if I'm at two o five. You're at two o five. Then you lose. I win. We win. At 204, we lose. Okay. Wait, no, 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 no. no. If, if, so what, so what happens if I'm not, if I'm in that 10, 10 pounds? Like if you're, say you're 201. Yeah. Do we all drink the wine? Yes. (laughs) 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 If I stay in, if I stay in the 10 pound range, I think we all have to drink the Snoop Dogg wine. Absolutely. I was going to offer up like shaving my head, but no, but no it'll never come back. It'll never come back. Right. You really believe it? What? You really believe it'll never come back? Yeah, I do. I do. I chopped mine a little oh. bit ago. Don't Stop. see. Stop. I mentioned hair and now you Stop. now he's dread, like looking like a model. And I know. Take yeah. the hat off. You're like, oh, did somebody say hair? I have some. And it gives enough poses. You're, <laughs> the words I want to say right now, we might not ever have a show. I want to call you a couple things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. Anywho, I do want to talk a little bit of basketball. Matt, I think a lot of casual fans of college basketball don't know about these secret scrimmages that happen this time of year, generally, and not COVID season. Nope. And uh, I was telling Rob, it always felt like when you guys would come back to campus after playing Texas or, I mean, a recent, most it was recent, just Texas. It was, it was just Texas for all your years. It was always like, dude, we kicked the shit out of Texas. Like we dominated Texas. I mean, what was, what was the experience of you going to these gyms? Uh, one was at Pepsi center or the, the Nugs playoff deal. And yep. one was at your gym. Yeah. My high what, school. what was the, what was the vibe? When you would go, walk me through like the plane ride over and everything. Well, usually, I mean, we played Texas every year and they were, I mean, they were a top 25 team every year we played them. Um, but the first few years playing at my high school gym was, was hysterical personally. It's, now, did you like mitigate that or did that just happen? Well, I don't know how, you know, for Rob, a lot of colleges, they tried to, you know, put a home, like a home and home somewhere where yep. you were from, you know what I mean? Like somewhere, 
like they're trying to set one up, for instance, they wouldn't set one up with CU or CSU because they were awful. You know, they were really like, we didn't get anything out of that except my family got to come to a game. Yeah. Um, so they tried to set something up. Uh, originally they tried to set something up and Ortiz, my high school coach was like, you know, you can do it at my eyes at our high school. And it, the size of players on a high school gym doesn't doesn't add up you know we got yeah. rob we have josh heifel we have like giants out there they had dexter Pittman. they had some giants on this <laughs> high school gym it it didn't add up but it i mean i think because rick barnes and fuey have such a good relationship you know they uh they've been boys forever mm-hmm. um, i think that's originally how it started with with texas they're fishing but, uh, buddies huh they're fishing, fishing buddies. buddies they go up fishing in alaska together but you go out there and what's the intensity like? Is it just, does it feel it's like a game, man? Does it feel it's like a game, a, but there's no, they're not, there's a running clock, but they're not keeping score. What's the deal there? They are they keeping score. It's, it's basically like halves, like one half, you know, we'll just do a zone for 20 minutes. Zone. Yeah, you just yeah. one half. We'll do man one half. You know what I mean? But we usually did like three or three halves, three, mm-hmm. like three halves. Three, you were you 20 minute halves. Were you, who you were there when Josh did the three sixty? Yes. Where he did the 360, like, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that I didn't go to that game. I, yeah. I was hurt that year, but he did right. like a, a reverse, like a, a complete yeah. opposite yeah. direction. He had a wide open dunk, Jack. And then, like, instead of, like, dunking it, he did a reverse 360 and, yeah. like, shot it underneath the hoop. Yeah, it was it was disaster. And the <laughs> One of the hoops at my high school was, I swear, it was maybe like an inch or two lower. Like growing up, like that was the one everybody wanted to dunk on. You just yeah. knew it and you knew that? Yeah. yeah. And that was the one. I mean, like, I thought, oh, like, if that was the one too. Yeah. And so he was trying, he thought, you know, because it was a little lower and everybody was dunking on it, he thought it was a disaster. And he, had, <laughs> and he got a timeout. It was, it was a mess, you know. And those games. And then they started playing at Meridian after that. They started playing at CU. Um, they played Texas at CU's practice facility like the next two years or something. I went up there. That's, that's a pretty fun story. But uh, I went and grabbed beers with some of the coaches, and uh, I didn't know where to go in Boulder. And I took them to uh, some college bar. There might have been like a – what are those called? Those horses that you ride? Like, you know, like the oh, – you know the fake horse? What's that called? Mechanical bull? Yes, mechanical <laughs> bull. There you go. Whore, I was on like merry-go-round. What are we talking mechanical about? Bull, that's it. Mechanical bull. And I brought like Tommy and B Mike. And oh, like they ate that up. I'm sure Tommy ate that up. Oh, they had fun. Yeah. Was there ever like because leading up to these secret scrimmages, you guys are just practicing against each other, practicing against each other, and then that's like the first what feels like a game. Do you remember anyone like standing out like, oh, maybe we do have a player here? Right, because like practice is much different than a the, a game setting. Or did you pretty 100%. much know what you had going in? Hundred percent. I I don't vividly remember someone though. You yeah, know, I remember my our year uh, when we played at Pepsi. I remember hearing a lot about Avery uh, Bradley. Yeah, I remember hearing everything about him. He was the incoming freshman, Mickey D, and we ate him up that year. I remember we just, you know, and that was the year after all those guys left, so we had a lot of uncertainties. Yep. Um, nope. I remember we went. I mean, it's honestly, if you if you play well, it's definitely a confidence booster. One hundred percent. You struggle, it's 
it's going to be like a rough couple of weeks with the coaches, you know, it's going to be like, cause you, you don't, know. what you had two weeks. It was like that scrimmage. And then you had like two weeks until your next game. Right. So then it was like, Oh, let's watch that film again. Let's watch that yeah. tape. Watch what you did wrong in that game. Watch what, and you're just like, and you're playing just your first game back, like, you know, Mississippi Valley or something. Right. Well, it's, it's some game where you can't even gauge. They're like, well, remember against Texas. It's also early, you know. So right. you, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's like you – they're going to go back to that scrimmage and, you know, chat you up about it because that's real competition. Not real competition. That's from the well, how did you guys feel about the, uh, the Midnight Madness business? Well, we had to dance my freshman year. I felt like – The Soldier Boy one, that was rough. I, felt I always like- felt that was – even as a spectator, that was always pretty awkward. No, it was horrible because we yeah. played like shit that neck in that scrimmage. Yeah. And I just remember we had like a 6 a.m. practice the next day. And he goes, yeah. oh, you guys like to dance? You guys want to dance? You're more worried about your dance moves than your actual basketball? Oh. Yeah, but I that- – set that up. You know, it's like the one guy who can really dance is the one who's like, <laughs> let's do this dance thing. And I'm like, oh, big Will Foster I'm doing the soldier boy. Okay. Like, I, I, that, that stuff is important, though, because it, it. I mean, it's good for the fans. It gets everyone excited. It's finally there's highlights of you guys on the local news, and you could. It's really. It's your first. Yeah. Like I remember sophomore year, it was our first look at this guy Austin Day. Right. You know I mean, like wow, right. wow. It looks like a. Bird. I just wish, uh, Rob, did you go to any others during your recruiting process? What? Like any other midnight madnesses? Like no. I, I visited Kansas. No, and they, I. Their one, you know, yeah. and their one's like epic. Like, yeah, they got like, like a DJ. Well, they had strippers and Snoop Dogg last year. It's like it's there's levels, you know. We did Soldier Boy. They have like like you said, Snoop Dogg and stripper. There's just levels, and so for me to see like Kansas's, for instance, versus ours, I wish they kept ours like you know, dunk contest, three point contest, half court shots and played or something. You know, it wasn't the skits and stuff. They, I don't know, like you said, it's good yeah. for the fans, I guess, but it's corny. Uh, what it is. Matt Tnut uh, last episode claimed responsibility for getting Shemek to commit to Gonzaga. Yeah. Do you remember your recruiting trip? Who was your yeah. host and 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 what'd you do? And my my story is actually pretty great. Adam was my host for the first night, um, and then <laughs> and then we played pickup. And uh, I've never seen anything like this. You know, Adam was kind of a legend. Obviously. Yeah. 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 No, th- this is. This is 2006 when he's player of the year. He, player of the year in league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. year before I got there. Yeah. So yeah. he was my host, and we you play pickup and stuff. And Deion Thompson from Carolina was on my team. Um, and Phil Nelson who played at UW, and then transferred. Phil Nelson. Yeah. So they were there on my visit, um, and we were playing pickup, and it was me, JP, Adam, and then the other two, and Dion was getting them up. And we lost our first game. And I remember Adam, Adam said something like, This mother, you know, ain't coming here. He ain't coming here. Something he sat on the other end of the court. We lost. I've never seen like I'm like, this is I'm like just I'm nervous. It's just, you know, yeah. it, was, it was tough. But all of a sudden Adam gets so mad we lost. I think the next game, you know, him and JP started everything. Yeah, he wasn't passing. I'd never seen anything like that. And he was my host. We went to a party. I got like I don't know if I can. I got to give you like a G-rated version of this. Who can't? What do you? What do you get? What are they going to take away your scholarship? 
No, no, I, I, because it's like I don't want to put anybody else's name out there. Oh, okay. You know, but, uh, basically, it ended up being Adam. Adam like basically left me mm-hmm. with the team and stuff, but uh, he had better chips too. So, uh, <laughs> and then I think the next day, Pendo was my my host. Oh, you went from was, one extreme to the Pendo's other. Like, you know, Pendo's one of those ones that's just he'll always be a host. Like he was, I, I was never a host, not once. What is so that he, about? Matt was on it. You know, Matt. Come on, Jack. Matt's a lone wolf. Did they ever? He wasn't a part of Pack. You weren't like. I don't know know if they wanted me there because they. Who knows? They probably. I'd probably be real with them about stuff. And they. You uh, weren't like a a Grant host. uh, I I picked Grant once to uh, to take him to the team dinner out at Huey's house, Mm -hmm. and to see Grant's evolution. Guy, I remember getting in the car and being like, "What? Like, what do you like to listen to?" He's like, "Country baby." He's like, "Country baby." He said it like that. Like said it like that. Country baby. I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and now, like you know, I don't think that's who he is. You know, so. yeah, definitely yeah. changed times, uh, man. Would you go to just a standard issue Logan neighborhood party? Uh, yeah, I remember they did the Edward uh, Forty Hands. Um, they did they make you do the Edward Forty Hands? Oh yeah, I had them on my my hands all the time. I would, I'd go outside and just dump as much as I could out before anybody catch me. I'm like, yeah. I do not want to be housing these, especially if we had to play the next day. I was like. I was already nervous as shit. And it's what you guys were to... saying about pressuring guys last episode. You know how they pressure yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know how they did it to you, Rob. That was that was a tough sitch. Man, you weren't because you weren't drinking at all your senior year in high school. No. Yeah. No. I definitely what? had like a couple sips. I literally every second I got Sean Mallon was actually he's like, yo, like he saw LA. He's like, you want to play that? Yeah. As much as I could, I'd be like, all right. Damn it. I don't know. The, the pressure. The, I remember when you put he takes you in his office and just yeah, we got two. Oh, of the they, guy. they got the paper on the on the desk. We want you, but you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't commit here, you know, we might have to go after these other guys, et cetera. And you're just like, oh God. And I I I just stuck to my guns. I was like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and think about it. I always <laughs> you're fine. I always wonder what if you didn't go to Gonzaga? Because we were a super you were a super small class anyway. It was you and Will. It was me and Will. Like, that's a crazy, crazy small class. Right. So who who did they have? Who because I don't even think I know this. Who was close to coming with you and all that jazz? Thompson, right? Well, Dion, yeah. Uh, his mom cried when he chose Carolina, I guess, mm. over at Gonzaga. Mm. He really they really wanted Dion. Um honest to God, those are the only other dudes I remember being on that visit. You know, I don't remember Phil being like huge on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I uh I have no idea who their other. I know they're there. It was me and Grievous were the guys that they were uh, they were high on from the guard position. Really, Grievous, Grievous almost went to. Did, did he even? Did he come? No, to he didn't him? visit. Tommy, you know Tommy's Europe. You know yeah. his whole. You know, and uh, I know they were big on him. Um, I committed, and then I think Grievous committed to Maryland. But Mike Bray, the coach in Notre Dame, was at my house the day I committed to to Gonzaga. Um, and I loved him. It's a bummer. So he gave you the, uh, he gave you the the cell, and then he walked out. Yeah, and, then, and then that night, I called Coach Hugh, and then the next morning, I called my dad. Of course, he's like, "You don't, you don't not call these other coaches," you know. So he made me call like my top five head coaches and be like, "Hey, I appreciate all the all the." Right know, on. That's that's, man, that's, that's a man. That's a tough call. That's a really Dude, tough call. I was praying for voicemails every single yeah, time. Like, oh yeah. God, please. No. But yeah, so I, I called him. 
uh, I called Mike Bray. I called Coach Cal at the time, Ben Braun, and then I called Jim Calhoun. Um, yeah, and then Rick Barnes was in there, but I, I literally was planning a, a visit to Texas that coming week or something. It was Notre Dame. I was going to be out there for the Bush push, and then I was going to Texas for a visit, but I committed to Gonzaga before I did those. You didn't want to wear the burnt orange? Burnt orange. I mean, I yeah, like you, that color, you, man. You would have been at the Bush push. Yeah. That, that would have been hard. That would have been hard not to pick Notre Dame after. They something say like that. that. They say if you come out for a football game, done deal. Yeah. But the fact that you're, I'm not, they don't say that about their basketball games. That's, yeah. That's the issue. I mean, he put on this video, like a Notre Dame, you know, promotional video, and there was maybe two basketball clips and like mm-hmm. maybe 20 minutes of football clips. I'm like, I don't know. If, I really yeah. got some like hoops. You could have been uh, KD's teammate in Austin for a year. That class, DJ Augustine. Yeah. KD. I mean, I would have been there with Dexter Pittman, Matt yep. Hill, a lot of guys I know. Yeah. I mean, playing AU, it's funny. I, I remember the first time I ever saw Rob at an AU tournament. It was the Adidas Superstars yep. tournament. And I still have those shoes, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I remember being like, this dude is a freak. Like <laughs> this, he was, he was, you know, baby face, like freshman or something. And I was a junior or senior and physically Rob looks how he looks now. Like he was yoked, but like, you know, 14 yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. grown into himself. Happy, flopping around. I remember being like this dude, like, they, like we don't have human beings like this in Denver. Like there's, there's no one like this. And I vividly remember Rob. He had the like curly little shorter. Curly. <laughs> Yeah. See, here's Matt. Matt's got the greatest hair of anyone I know, and but he won't he won't miss an opportunity to come. Oh, just give the whole like little jab. These are the things I vividly remember about Rob. My <laughs> curl was real, baby. The curl was so strong. It had that like I don't know what you put in it, but like that like shiny gel. Uh, yep, yep. I had the nice little gel in there. And I remember being. I was yeah. It was that was a fun. I know. Well, I also oh, rode into that tournament. God. Is that in Georgia? Was that in Swanee? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I still got those shorts, actually. I got – I still – it's funny. I stumbled upon, like, the headband and the wristbands, and they're yellow with blue, and they say, like, superstar. Like, they're so hold loud. On. And hold on. Hold on. He's got to deal with kids. What uh, – did you kill that uh, that steer behind you, Matt? There's, Matt has a, a steer skull decorative yeah. on the old I wall. Did, I um, I was in, I was somewhere in Colorado. Yes, there it is. I was somewhere in Colorado, and I, they said if I wanted it, I had to. I had this to thing, <laughs> just strangle it. That soup. That's from the yeah. AAU tournament. Yes. yes, Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, that's is, it. Your, Adidas is your AAU team Adidas, Rob? Um, team did I? No, no. I, I went with I. I went with Adidas back in the day, yeah, for some stuff, and uh, they just sent me to that tournament or that right. that thing. Yeah, Adidas right. was good to me. Let's just say that they were good to me too. I didn't, I didn't, you know, being a suburban white kid from yeah. Denver, it, uh, you weren't used to that whole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you weren't. You, you don't all the the packages, and you just don't even understand what. No. And it was also like stuff. A lot of stuff they sent was for guys your size, Rob. Yeah, 
Oh, that was when Baggy was big. But I mean, this stuff, Baggy, I mean, like Baggy to the point where I, I have to be at least seven foot. It'd be Baggy on you. Seven oh. foot, 250, 300 pounds for this to even look okay. Rob's but it was now, a the thought that counts. Rob's now putting the jersey on. But yeah, that would be not cool this day and age, correct? Yeah, yeah you're like, right. That thing goes that might be cool my knees. That retro look, I dig it. <laughs> I think go, that thing goes down to my knee. Everything was baggy though. That was all like tall tees and everything was in at yeah. that time. I know. Even looking back on games now, it's you can't believe the size of stuff. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. You yeah. had the uh the no yeah, Matt, you we were talking about this, the no show socks. Yeah, I bring them back now. I still do the no show. Absolutely. I still think like showing a little, I'm just, it's funny. Cause you just, you're programmed to stick with what you grew up with. Right. So right. I still think like those ankle socks, like if you, if you show a little bit of sock, it's weird. You got to go full sock or no sock. Correct. Exactly. But the kids, the kids these days are, are like halfway sock guys. Like mid, right in mid, mid sock, right? I don't, I don't know. Mid. I mean, I wore mids too, you know, but I, when I was wearing mids, it was the no show was cool. So I felt like I was like being, ah, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to throw out, you know, that's just how I, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, the no show now I do because nobody does no show. Oh, you just lone wolf you. Speaking of lone wolf, lone wolf. Uh, do you think right now you could beat Corey Kispert 101? You better yeah. say yes. I yes. was going to say, you better say yes. <laughs> Something wrong with you if you didn't say yes. Of course, I think that, but, you know. No, there is no no. I got my money on you, Matt. You think I, so? I, I do. So. Because you're just you like, a, what? what? You don't. You don't think I mean, so? I don't know. What is he? He's like, you're probably, your, your ball skills are probably better. I'm not saying if we had to run around a court, who would be, you know, who would be more winded or, but just, know, but just one-on-one half court, one-on-one check up. Yeah. I, I, I know for a fact. I can. Okay. I don't know if there's any way to do this. I there has well, we to can. Be. We there just got to get you up. We got to get you up to Spokane. We I'm get playing you up a to... cash three on three in like two weeks. Where's oh, that? For real? Somewhere in Denver. It's, you know, they try to set these up all the time, but. Three on three is where it's at because you don't have to run anywhere. <laughs> Who's your t- who's on your team? A kid who played in Montana and a kid who played a D two in Montana. So there's not a fourth. It's not like uh, hoop fest. It's you just- can have as many as you want, but that oh. your prize is gonna gonna shrink. This oh, second. got it. How many people? Are, how many guys teams? Out there, I think you have up to five, honestly. And there are teams like that that'll be played in before where they have five guys and they're they take it pretty serious. Yeah, we, uh, we don't take it that serious. We. I like my team though. These guys are these guys play the right way. Just jack threes and it's twos and ones. So why wouldn't you? It's a four pointer. Why wouldn't you shoot three? The numbers say you shoot twos. That's right. You got to shoot twos high and ones and twos. twos. Yeah. High school twos. Mid range J. Uh, Matt, get this season of Gonzaga basketball will be a failure if. <sighs> Hmm. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, obviously the hype, you know, the hype, mm-hmm. they, they should, I mean, at least be in a final four. At yeah. least. I would agree. Um, if they don't make a final four, I think it's, it's a disappointment. I think it's a failure. Yeah. At this yeah. point, especially considering they're, 
where they were last year to this year. You know, I love those guys they brought in last year. You know, I love Ridge. Um, I thought they had a good chance last year to make it, obviously. But, uh, I mean, considering most of their guys are back and they brought in, you know, I tried to watch a bunch of Suggs highlights, um, and it's hard to tell at the high school level. You know, high school. I couldn't agree more. And, like, I, right. and obviously I didn't play. But it's funny because I watch high school games and they look like high school players. And then they just right. look totally different when they're in a college setting. If something happened, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand it. Uh, you're playing with semi, like. Yeah, you're playing man. with men, but I, I don't know. Right. I'm just, I'm not. I can't. I, if, I have a mental block looking at high school players versus looking at college right. players. They just look yeah. so different to me. I don't. I, 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 I get your point, Rob. Like, there's the the talent and the size of the guys is through the roof, but it's just I. I could watch a high school basketball team and I'd be like, Oh, that point guard's really good. Like he, right. is he, is he going to like Montana state or Northern Colorado? Right. People would be like, no, he's going to Michigan state. I'd be like, Oh, right. <laughs> so, right. Right. I can't tell right. the difference you can't. And because you don't know what the competition. Yeah. They're playing yeah. That's like right. Exactly. I remember watching like high school vi- uh, video of like Amari Stoudemire and it was like, Jack was guarding him. Right. In high school, oh, and, and he's just it, – it was disgusting to see what It was that like was. all the Zion high school highlights. It was yeah. like this – half the guys on the other team would, like, let him go to the rim just because they wanted to see him dunk. You know, it was right. like – Right. It was tough to gauge, but that's why, like, for instance, when I was trying to find those Suggs highlights, I tried to find, you know, an AU game where he's yeah. playing against, more, you know, high-caliber players or, you know, some game where they're playing a ranked team or whatever it was. I mean, the, the game I watched was, I think, the one against LeBron's son's team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looked good. Don't get me wrong; he looked really good. He's obviously a stud. Uh-huh. I'm really excited. But it, it, like you said, high school games are just challenging to watch. But my high school games versus theirs, like everyone, for instance. Oh, here he goes! Know, here he goes, Jack. Right? And the dude just dunks it. Like you know, you're just like I was maybe the only guy on my team that could dunk my yeah. senior. You know, so it was like it's there's definitely levels, but uh, like you said, it's hard to it's hard to gauge. I uh yeah, but I think it's a fail if they if they don't make it the final four. Considering it, I don't know the game schedule, I don't know. How they <laughs> you told me that they were playing fourteen league games. What did I, I get most of my news from you guys? It's a normal WCC season. Uh, we're just t- basing it on California, really. Yeah, it's a normal. So you there's a couple teams that only play once. So typical WCC season. They're not playing every team twice. Um. Fans are going to be allowed in certain stadiums. I mean, everything's nothing's nothing's set in stone as of yet. A bummer is the West Regional was going to be at Pepsi Center this year. Oh, oh, really? Which would have been really cool, but I mean, I there's no way that. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. I don't know how they could do it. You said Uh, in San Francisco, there's no dining in. Like you guys are on lockdown still. Yeah, yeah, absolutely no dining in. Can you go into places and eat in Denver? Yeah, really. But we got you have to wear a mask to and from the table. Isn't so, it? I think that's hilarious. You have to have a mask on as you walk right. through the door. Right. You're sitting down, you're you sit good. down, you're good to go. And then you just have basically a, a table in between you and the next group. Asinine. That asinine. you can't sit at. You know, it's it's bizarre. It's, and, you know, and then yeah, I don't know. It, we don't need to get into politics. All right. Well, this was good. Big takeaway. Uh, Adam abandoned Matt on Matt's visit. 
Yeah. I remember vividly him having like a horseshoe in sitting on this couch, like just gutting it like a beast. Uh, like everything I thought about Adam, legend, mm-hmm. like he fit he the was. bill on that visit. It was awesome. It was a cool experience. Matt would 100% beat Corey Kispert one-on-one half court. Ones and, ones and twos? Ones and twos? Yeah. Or maybe just, yeah, ones and twos, twos and threes. And, like, I'd, I probably wouldn't want to go mean anyways, but. Okay. And if the Zags don't make the Final Four, it's a failure. Yep. And if Jack doesn't oh, yeah. lose five pounds, it's a failure. If. I feel like Jack will stay in between that range just so we all have to just chug that Snoop Dogg wine. <laughs> chug the Snoop Dogg wine. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a race. Mm. Uh, one, I'm, I'm going to be at 195. If it's 205, I'll have to, I'll drink two bottles for you guys. Oh, there we go. But he said 210. Like what I win if it's 205, what happens? No, 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 no. Cause then it's, then it's. Yeah. Then we're just fat shaming him. <laughs> I'm not going to be 210. I will not be, I will not be 210. Right, if it's well, like a, if it's a week out and I'm close, I won't eat. I guarantee you, Jack. If you get two ten, I'm buying you a bra. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start investing in some bras for you. I'll let you know that right now. Uh, your high school football jersey the other day. I have it. Sir. Yes, you have it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought that was lost for sure. All right, we're gonna wrap up. On yeah, that we got, note. we got to wrap this up. Matt still has my high school football jersey. Uh, Matt, I have your freshman year game shorts, the white ones. <laughs> Speaking of baggy, they were baggy on you. I'm five ten, five eleven. They were white. They're very yeah, much yeah. not white now. Rob, mm. do you have some, do you have something to uh, to wrap this up with? Yeah, the foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. That's for Kenny right there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.